Fire's on. Fire's Christmas stoked. lights are up. Tree's up. So fun. It's just such a vibe here in Utah. We always are home for the holidays. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Ho, 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 ho. Welcome to the Life's a Trip podcast. I'm your host, Santa Claus. Okay, disclaimer, that we may spoil some Christmas traditions. Uh, if if little kids are listening. Yeah, be careful of the little ears. I mean, you know. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> we want to talk, we want to talk about from the beginning to the end of Christmas and Christmas traditions and how we do it in our family. I definitely believe there is no perfect right way. And we're just gonna share what we do with our family, and maybe it'll give you some fun ideas because I always like to hear your ideas, which I'll be asking for this week. It's Christmas. It's so exciting. It's such a great time of year. And um, okay, so we are in Utah, and I'm looking out the window right now as Shannon and I record this, and it is beautiful, snow capped mountains. And, you know, we woke up the other day, and there was about, what would you say, two feet of snow? Yeah, it just dumped. Two feet of snow on the driveway, and I went out with my snow shovel to shovel the snow for the first time of the season, and I got about a half a strip down the driveway done, and I said, forget this. <laughs> Immediately jumped in my truck, went down to the tractor supply store, and loaded up the latest Husqvarna snowblower. Meanwhile, I'm Googling on Amazon uh, snow shovels for our children so they can help. <laughs> and then you go get We've a got snow a fairly blower. sizable driveway. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the average American driveway. It's kind of long. Um, and then, you know, the sidewalk and, you know, there's always like, do you, do you continue down the sidewalk and do a little bit of the neighbor's house or do you kind of just stop at the fence and the property line? You know, I think that says a lot about you as a person, you know, do you, do you continue through? I, I did a little bit with the snowblower. I probably wasn't willing to do that with the snow shovel. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So you know your boundaries and you're you're trying to give back. It was fun though. It was fun to fire up that snowblower. I shared a little bit of it on Instagram stories and um, I just felt like, I really felt like a man out there just with my snowblower, just, you know, chucking snow off, you the, deserve off that. the driveway. You deserve to feel like a man. So it feels like Christmas. We got the snow, you know, you, I, I'm, I'm listening to Christmas music 24 seven Yep. At, at the gym. The fire's on. Christmas lights are up, trees up. So fun. It's just such a vibe here in Utah. We always are home for the holidays. Even when we've lived on the islands, we come home for the holidays because it just feels so different when we're here with our family in the snow. And this time, this is our first Christmas in a long time, in a handful of years that we are 
we have a house in our own house, like decorating, <laughs> like we put a tree up, we put yeah. stockings on the chimney. We haven't been able to do that because we've just come home and stayed at my mom's for a couple of weeks over Christmas and had Christmas morning at her house, which has been special. But anyway, we are just really excited for Christmas and um, it's just such a special time of year. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about some traditions that we have and some things that we do in our family and maybe it can give you guys some fun ideas. Yep. Yep. We all have our different family traditions and, um, let's just, let's just talk about a few of them. So Shani, Shani baby, oh, Shani baby. I remembered, remember on that last podcast, how I couldn't remember what, um, Oh yeah. The term of endearment that what, what, is what that? you call me? What? Shanny bear. Shanny bear. Shanny bear. Oh, Shanny bear. Just a cute little cuddly you bear. You call that. You call me that all the time and That's it makes me smile. Funny. Shanny, Shanny bear. bear. Okay. I love it. That was so fun. I loved how you brought it up. You're like, there's one thing you call me and then you couldn't and remember then I could what remember. it was. Now you guys all know. <laughs> all right. Where do okay, we want to start? Bear. Do we want to start from well, like before Christmas? Yeah. What's, what's leading up to Christmas and into the season? What really just fires you up? What's a favorite Shanny bear tradition? Okay. Well, first I'm going to say our goal as parents is to keep Christmas around Christ. Obviously that's a huge goal of ours. And so we try to implement things along the way to just redirect so that it's not just all about gifts and it's not just all about the, you know, but that is such a magical part for kids too. So I think we, we try to find this place of like, yes, Christ is the center of Christmas and we can also enjoy, you know, the magic of Christmas as well. For sure. So um, I, I, I think probably the most popular tradition that I've shared over the years, well, absolutely hands down the most popular tradition is before Christmas, the week before Christmas, my parents, um, they gift us a weekend together. So that's like our Christmas gift is all the families go and we meet at an Airbnb or at a hotel, whatever, you know, they can afford that year. And we all get together and we spend a weekend together. And during that weekend, they do what's called a family auction. Now, my parents, as far as I know, made this up. And it has been one of our favorite and the kids' favorite traditions. Oh, I mean, it's how much do you love it? Oh, the auction is amazing. So you've shared this on your Instagram stories and you always get a lot of feedback, but describe the auction because it's, it's, it's just a, such a fun format for kind of getting a bunch of different items and gifts and, and a lot of stuff that like you kind of need, right? Like it, it's just, anyway, talk about well, what it is. Well, I think the reason why they had this idea is they used to just get us all just a gift and they try to get the same gift for everybody because you know, there's five kids and it probably got pretty hard as we all like different things and we're in uh, different seasons of life. And so they came up with this auction where they just buy a certain number of gifts and it can be different every year. And they put them out on the table and they just spread them all out. So there's little gifts and there's bigger gifts and there's medium sized gifts and they spread them out on the table and they have, uh, what are, are they poker chips? Yeah. They're like little poker chips, right? Like you would buy okay. in a little briefcase from Walmart or whatever. Um, and, and everyone gets a stack of chips of equal value across, you know, and this is so that we do one for the adults and then they do one for the kids. Yeah. So, you know, the kids are watching a Christmas movie and then the adults are sitting around the table just with their stack of poker chips, just eager to start the bidding on the items that lay on the table in front of them. And it gets, uh, it, it's fun, but it gets a little heated at times. <laughs> 
doesn't get that. You start even. bidding up the first. The favor of your your brother, he'll bid. He he's not interested. It's like a basket of like, you know, maybe it's uh maybe it's got something nice in it, like some Lululemon pants, and then it's like some lotions or something. And he'll bid it up, you know, like five chips, six chips, because he knows that that's that you'll keep bidding. Yeah, and so he bids you up, and he he bleeds out your chips. So great strategy, great strategy there as as part of the auction. And we know, you know, as you think about this, like maybe you don't have parents that could do this, or maybe this isn't, uh, like this could look any sort of way. This could be with you and your kids, or it could be a friend's party, or it could be a family party, or it could be, it could be anything. But the idea of the auction is that you get to walk away. First of all, it's just an experience and sure. Like it can heated, isn't the right word, but it can get like it's pretty fun. We have a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of like, you know, you just have a good time together. So it's almost like the experience is as good as, or probably a lot better than the gifts that you actually walk away with. But at the end of the day, everybody walks away with a few gifts that they bid on and they like, and it just is a way that my parents can give what we actually need. And it's a really fun experience for us. And then they do a smaller, obviously version for the kiddos and they just have so much fun with it too. It's so fun. Everybody's a winner. And you know, over the years I've come away with some Chick-fil-A gift cards, uh, some new workout shorts, Shannon, you know, I feel like you go a little more practical. You're like, Oh, there's a 24 pack of double A batteries. We need those. Uh, my mom will always put together like a good, like a nice cleaning basket, like all the stuff that you can, or like a a new vacuum or something, some some organic cleaner cleaning supplies (laughs) or, or just like a, like protein powder or like these things that I'm like, yes, that's the kind of stuff that I want. And I use every day, but it's hard to buy. So, and I married into a hunting family, so it's a lot of camo and outdoor wilderness stuff. And so you know, I kind of sit back with my poker chips while I let everybody else bid on that stuff. And yeah, the auction is a good time. And as fun. soon as your chips are gone, then, then you're out, you're out. Yeah. And that's just how it works. Yep. And it's, it somehow works out. I think he probably gives us what, like 10 chips to start or something. Yeah. I can't remember the Maybe quantity. 15. We'll have to get details. But if you can be dad. patient until the end, uh, sometimes there's some good things left on the table and, and everybody's down to like, a chip. Yeah. So then at the end, like you'll get a whole big basket for one chip because nobody else can outbid yeah. you. So there's strategy too. Yeah. And sometimes we've had to settle it with like a good old fashioned leg wrestle. You know, we'll <laughs> lay down on the floor and we'll, we have never done that, we'll but leg you should wrestle definitely do that this year. I'm undefeated. <laughs> um, my shanty bear, my favorite Christmas tradition, Ryan Lyon is Christmas Eve. You got to love Christmas Eve because it's the anticipation of the next morning. And I think a lot of families do this, but it's the Christmas jammies, you know, Christmas Eve jammies. You, you get that first gift cause it's not Christmas yet, but you, you open it up and we've been doing this since I was a kid. I remember unwrapping the box, you, you know, it's jammies coming from grandma and, uh, and I got this onesie. It was a Michael Jordan, sorry, Utah jazz fans, but it was a Michael Jordan onesie zip up thing. You know what I mean? So it was like fleece pajamas, but it, it looked like a Michael Jordan Jersey with the shoes. I remember the feet were like shoes and I couldn't have been more than, I don't know, six or seven, but I wore that thing until it wouldn't fit me anymore. And it had holes in it. 
And uh, there's just something magic about getting those Christmas Eve jammies. Yeah, I think I, I think a lot of people probably do that, but we did that too. And we've done that ever since our kids were born. They get those Christmas Eve jammies and we read a Christmas story. That's what we do every Christmas Eve. Magic, pure magic. Another thing that we have done, um, we haven't been able to do it every single year because of, you know, different, I guess, factors. But most years we pick a family and... We let the kids shop for the kids. We know how old they are and we let the kids go to the store and pick out the things and we um, we wrap their gifts and it's the first time we we allow our kids to doorbell ditch and we go drop them off. <laughs> we go drop them off on a family in needs doorstep and we let the kids ring the doorbell and knock the door and run back to the car and hide and watch them open the door and get the gifts. And um, I'm pretty sure if you'd ask any of our kids, well, at least our oldest too, that is their favorite part of Christmas. Yeah. We asked the kids the other day at the dinner table, right? Do you, would you rather receive a gift or give a gift? And I think a couple of them said receive and a couple of them said give, and it just feels good to give. That's for sure. So whenever there's somebody in need, if you have a chance to help them, um, that just is always such a special thing, especially around Christmas time. Another thing that we've done when we haven't been able to do that, just to give you guys more ideas, if you're like, yeah, we just can't afford that. Or, you know, we, that's, we just don't have, we don't know a family or how do you get in, you know, anything there can be, there can be a million reasons why that might be a little bit tricky. But another thing that you have done several times is just, we, we let our kids play the right left game in the car, you know? And so you'll get in the car and you don't know where you're going and you'll drive and the kids will be like, right, left. And you just look for ways to serve. You just literally look out your window and you're like, oh, that person's going through the drive-thru. Let's hurry and like go pay for their meal. Or, you know, somebody's shoveling their walk. Let's get out and shovel their walk. Or um, there's a guy on the side of the road. Let's give him some money. And you just go have a good experience with your kids and it could cost you $5, you know? So there's always ways to give back. And those are just the little little reminders to our kids who are watching us that this season and this day and this time of year is not about getting things. That is magic. There is magic in that, but it is so much more about looking outside yourself and giving like Christ did and celebrating who he is and who we want to be. So I think the, I think the random kind of paying for somebody's meal in the drive-through at Chick-fil-A or giving away, you know, 20 bucks or helping pay for someone's gas. I think those are my favorite things. I saw that somebody had shared that online four or five years ago and just going around doing these random things and they would film it. And that's when we decided to go do that that year with the kids. And I remember too, you know, it, we, I think we were at the gas station and the only other car was there. It was a pretty, you know, it was like a nicer car. So you would assume that person had means and had money and, or maybe they didn't, maybe they were just, you know, severely in debt, but we paid for their gas. And I remember you and I talked about like, well, did they really, you know, was that, were they the ones that really needed that gift? You know, maybe it should have been someone in like a more, you know, kind of beater car that like was barely running. And I think ultimately what we decided was if somebody's in need, that's great, but also it, it feels good for everybody to receive help at Christmas. And so whether they needed that money wise, I don't, we, we can't know, you know, we're not looking at people's financial statements to decide whether they need Christmas help or not, but it just, for that person, it felt good to receive and it felt good for us to give to them. So, and if you think about any time you've been on the receiving end of that, you know, if somebody came up and paid for our gas, 
think about what that would do to our day, you know, to be like, wow, somebody just paid for our gas. We could pay for our own gas, but our kids saw it. And look how like good that feels. And now I want to go pay it forward so then to we somebody go pay else. It forward and, yeah, we do it. And in every like every single effort for good is never wasted. I say that to my children all the time. I say it all the no time. No effort for good is ever wasted. So just do those things. It doesn't matter. We are not here to judge who needs it or who doesn't need it. Just just reach out and do it. And you're always going to be an example to your kids. I know so. I know a buddy who is very generous with when they go out to eat, he'll leave a, a big tip. Like he'll leave yeah, yeah. a hundred dollar tip at a, at a dinner. And, um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to hear those stories. So, um, what, what other, okay. Christmas morning, Christmas morning. I okay, mean, so. <laughs> gosh, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. We've had so much fun and it's not even Christmas. You know, if I had to vote though, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the lead up. Like oh, I yeah. love nobody loves to milk the surprise <laughs> I more love than Shannon Bear. It's my favorite. So Christmas morning is fun, but honestly, like Christmas Eve and this whole month is just such a good time for me. But Christmas morning is magical. So we turn on the Christmas music, the kids wake up, and we the first one up is the first one up, and then we wake we wake the rest up and they wait at the top of the stairs. And we've always done this. I did this as a kid. You just go to the top of the stairs and you sit there until oh, mom and dad man. are finally ready. So the kids sit at the top of the stair. Ryan reads them. We read the birth of Christ in Luke two. Ryan reads them a story. I, I light the my favorite fresh balsam candle, and then Shannon blows it out because she says it's got toxins in it, but it smells good, <laughs> so I don't care so much. And then we just dive right into it. I feel like seriously, I feel like we still haven't pinned down exactly the the preferred way for our family to open gifts, though. You yeah, know, are you the that type is, that everyone just yeah, tears in, true. find your gifts because you because we put them in piles. You so, like to do the one by one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do, and, and I feel like that draws it out, you know? So it's like, okay, Tay, you open your gift. Yeah. And then we go to the next kid and then yeah. we go to the next kid and all their gifts are in piles, right? The night before all the gifts get put out in piles. So it's not all just a hodgepodge. Like everybody kind of sits next to their little stack of gifts, but I like one by one. I don't like when everyone's just tearing it open. It's crazy. It's a free for all because mm. then it's over and it's like, you like, what did everybody get? Yeah. I see your point. I see your point. I just, Santa, that's a whole new podcast, but I see your point. I think that on as a guest, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think that there is something though, like, I guess your age of kids too. If you have older kids that like, can be like, yeah, it's fun to see what other people got. And I'm happy to wait. Like our older girls would for sure be into that. But then Jack would be like, Ooh, I just want to open my next gift so bad. And so that could take away a little bit of the magic, you know? So we still have not dialed that down to each their own, but the kids go down, we sit down with them, they open their gifts and uh, we try to keep it. You know, this is another, this is another thing. So my parents, I mean, I come from a humble home and they always made Christmas really, really magical for us in the way of, in the way of gifts. We always just had a pile on the couch and it was like, whoa, you know, I remember the lights and they were dimmed and, you know, Santa had taken a bite out of the cookie and it was just like, oh my goodness, this is magical. Every single Christmas. I don't know how my parents did it. I never saw a box delivered to our door. And then all of a sudden in Christmas, I was like, 
he came, you know? And so part of me is like, I want to keep that alive so bad. But also there's this whole discussion about like, you know, just being so real with your kids and, and how can you bring the magic magic of Santa and his elves and, oh, we need to talk about elves on the shelf. <laughs> we need to talk about that. But how do you bring that in, but also be realistic and honest with your kids? And, you know, there's, there's just a, every, every one of us is going to find their own happy place. But one thing is for sure, there is magic in bringing Santa Claus into Christmas, even well, though we try to help have him pay, play a really small part. I feel like that's a new thing. I, I feel like growing up, it was just, and I didn't know until recently, like the whole Santa Claus thing. I helped a buddy set up a swing set the, the other like night. Like people, you're saying that it's a new thing to even like- To maybe not- focus as much on Santa and be more like mom and dad are giving the gifts. And I was helping a buddy set up a swing set and they were talking about, and their kids are pretty small. They don't really, uh, they don't really play up the Santa thing. I don't think their kids get a gift from Santa. It's like Santa's part of the festivities and he's, you know, this fat jolly guy. Uh, but like the gifts are from mom and dad. Yeah, well, there What's is that all about Shannon. Well, I'll tell you the benefit of that. And that is an opportunity for your kids to show gratitude. People are trying to take Santa out of Christmas and I won't stand for it. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. So I'm going to say the, the very last thing that we are going to try to, to adopt this year into, um, our Christmas. And that is the day after Christmas. I once read that the day after Christmas was like the saddest day for people, you know, in that are homeless or maybe in orphanages, because it's like, that's the day that they're forgotten about. And we could certainly look more into that and, you know, but I just think that's all I had to read. And now I want to start a tradition that the day after Christmas, because what is the day after Christmas? You know, it's like, what is everybody doing? Going to a movie? Like, how cool would it be to be like, we go and serve soup the day after Christmas, you know, Mm. to remind people that like, Giving lives on, you know, Christ is good and they're not forgotten about. So that is something that we were going to try to start this year. Yeah. If anyone has any good ideas or uh, things that they're involved with, send them, send them our way because that's uh, yeah, I love, I love that starting that new tradition. Okay. Before we end, can we just quickly put a plug on the elf in the shelf? Can we just say one thing? Which elf? There's so many, they've taken on so many different personalities and looks. So we started this a couple years ago, right? Well, hold on. What do we do? Who started this? Uh, I can't remember where it did. Was it you me? You started this. You started this. Ryan started this. I have been pretty anti-elf on the shelf. God, I'm oh. just going to say it. I'm just going to come it's out and say it. such a burden. Let's the, be honest. The reason why I was pretty anti-elf on the shelf, which, you know, we'll tell you how we do it, but it's because- who in their right mind thinks it's a good idea to have a little elf dress up and do naughty things around the house and then tell their kids that like they're supposed to be good? I don't think it we've got it so much. No sense. Yeah, no, I'm not on board for that. We didn't get so much into that story. When we did the elf a couple years ago, it was more just like, and we called it, the kids named her Ginger. It was a and she, she just elf. moved. And she just moved around. It was like, she oh, she's anything. in the fridge. Oh, she's on the tree. Literally just moved. But it was such a brown. I have five kids to keep track of. You know, the kids <laughs> want a dog. It's like, I don't, I can't, I can't keep up with moving an elf. But around. this year, 
my cousin, their cousins have elf on the shelves and they, we didn't have one. And they wrote a note on one of the cousins elves. They wrote a note to them and said it by her, like, please bring ginger back. Please bring oh, ginger back. Thanks a lot. That's all Danny. I want for Christmas on the Christmas list. It was like ginger, ginger. So ginger so, disappeared. We don't know. We don't know if her whereabouts. She's having a baby in the North Pole. So suddenly a new elf shows up. <laughs> Which is a darker complexion skinned elf. We said he was from, from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> and he's a part of our home now. And he his name is Cinnamon. Cinnamon. And he is just he just moves around and thank heavens our oldest. She loves to be a part of the magic. So she yeah. is the one that's moving yeah. Cinnamon. We've and delegated that to her. We have delegated it. No, there is if you're not every, into that, we do not recommend everybody this can tradition. do what they want. But if you haven't started it, I just say, you know, um, Cheers. Cheers. Shani, to wrap this up, I want to ask you about some of your favorite things. Favorite Christmas movie. Okay. So guys, I love a good chick flick and I think Four Christmases is hilarious. Four Christmases, hands down so one of the best we, Christmas movies of all time. Vince Vaughn. We think Reese it's pretty funny. Favorite Christmas treat. Um, oh, you know, I'm not really into treats. What's a favorite Christmas treat? I mean, I, I look forward to our morning breakfast yeah, on Christmas morning. Yeah, That's like way more French fun toast, than toast, cinnamon Christmas roll. Yeah. yeah. I like a good Christmas sugar cookie. Of you course know? you do. Of course. <laughs> Favorite Christmas gift you've ever received or given? I, it's it's absolutely going to be some like trip or something, you know, like, oh, I got you a trip, just me and you to Hawaii February 1st. Like uh, just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Well, and our anniversary is on January 2nd, so it always kind of blends in with Christmas. Yeah. But um I, I got you a gift this year that I think you're going to really, it's different. It's mm. different than anything I've ever gotten you. And I think you're going to love it. And it's the gift that keeps on giving. So wow. Very I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Folks, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for subscribing, all you followers that keep coming back. We feel so blessed by you. And we are continuing to look forward ways to you know help you guys and bless you so thank you for being here we love you have a merry christmas and a happy new year (laughs) see you next time (laughs) bye